<laughs> Welcome to the HS Innkeepers Podcast. We're glad you found your way here. And welcome to the Innkeepers Podcast. We are a podcast for innkeepers covering Hearthstone's fireside gatherings. With insight and information, we hope all of our fellow innkeepers find useful. I'm Avantes from Knoxville, Tennessee. And I am Root from Orlando, Florida. Coming up here in episode number 34 of the Innkeepers Podcast, we're going to talk about hosting a major Blizzard event. We've got some news from shares and some spotlights from our server. And we're going to cover a little bit about some more information from our Discord server about those events. And folks, don't forget, all for all of your Hearthstone Innkeeper needs, the official Blizzard site is FiresideGatherings.com. That is our community website over at, in, well, you can also find our community website over at HSNKeepers.com. And actually, since Elyria isn't here, that is HSNKeepers.com, <laughs> keeping in tradition of as it should be. That's right. HS and Keepers. Oh, we miss O'Leary every time she can't make it. But the show must go on, as Indeed. they say. And uh, this week in the news, we have just a couple of things to touch on. Uh, this is your reminder that Tavern Hero Qualifier Season 3 begins August the 31st. We are one month away today from today, the start yeah. of season three, and that will run through October the 14th. So you'll have a month and a half to schedule your Tavern Hero qualifiers for season three. And is at the end of summer, uh, so yeah, attendance should be bouncing back, and we should be good to go. There you go. Yep. right, Rolling right into the fall. So, all right. Can't make it out to a pre-release event? Don't worry. Blizzard has you covered. You can join Frodan, Ali Straza, and Cora on Saturday, August the 4th. That's this coming Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific as they host some of your favorite Hearthstone players who will be dueling it out to see who becomes the pre-release champion. But that's not all. That's not all. Join the fun and twists as Ali Straza squares off against Hearthstone designer Dean Ixar Ayala in what is sure to be an explosive final match. <laughs> That's going to be fun. And kudos for Blizzard for doing this because we, we know there's only you know a handful of these things, 30 around the world, uh, and nobody's you, know, you can't make it to some of them or any of them or all of them. And so kudos to Blizzard for stepping up and actually putting on an event that everybody can attend virtually. That's absolutely right. And we have another couple of friendly reminders. Our Discord server, which you can find at bit.ly slash hsinkeepers, was created to unite innkeepers around the globe with resources and support to run amazing Hearthstone events. This is not an official Blizzard server. That is very important. While we have Blizzard community members on the server, it is not an official Blizzard server. For all official inquiries, 
please send an email to firesidegatherings at blizzard.com. If you have a question about Tavern Hero or anything like that, send those to admin, Hearthstone admin at blizzard.com. Those emails are set up specifically for those types of questions. All right. Innkeepers of all experience levels are welcome to contribute to the discussions on our Discord server. Please read the rules before you start. Things to remember. All members must treat each other with respect. Keep all posts, avatars, and nicknames PG. Please do not spam the channels. And most importantly, have fun, guys. We, we do this... And, and Aliri created this for all of you to be able to get help with questions about events. And that's what we're there for. Alright, so with all of that said, that brings us to the top share of the week. And that this week goes to Bunny from Atlanta, Georgia. So she shared a great idea for her fireside gatherings. With the new Boomsday Experiment, uh, or Boomsday Project um, expansion coming in just a week and a half, you can start to theme your events around the laboratory. And with that, she has shared a test tube party pack, which is uh, it comes with a 24-hole tray and multicolor tube shots that you can then fill with like lemonade or some other colored liquid that you can hand out and just have a good time. Uh, the website she shared was barproducts.com. So just go there and search for tube shots. You'll find it. It's really a great idea to theme your firesides around the laboratory. Root. Who do we have new this week? Well, in our innkeeper spotlight, we're going to start off with Shen from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, in your neck of the woods, my Woo! friend. He says, hello, everyone. I guess because he's on the opposite side of the state he from you, though. He's on the other side of the state, about a six-hour six drive from me. That might, might as well be the other side of the world when you're talking about <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, he says, hello, everybody. I'm uh, new and incoming for the rec room in Memphis, Tennessee, that they are a full-on barcade and tavern. He just started getting into being an innkeeper, and he's planning to have his tavern launch and events for the first time now, here in late August. We're coming up this month in late August. So, Shen, welcome aboard. And uh, I know that Avanti's already reached out to Shen um, in, in, in he, the he Discord. He had some had some good discussions so far. Um, yeah. I'm excited to have somebody kind of taking care of that side of the state. You know, I've, I've had conversations with people in the Nashville area, which is right between me and Shin about running some events. But, uh, Memphis was always a little bit out of reach for me. And I'm, I'm glad that we have somebody over there now to take care of that community. Yeah. Big shout out to Memphis. My, uh, I worked there for a number of years. My kids were actually born in Memphis. So oh, awesome. So, We'd also like to welcome our other new joins. Uh, we had Eten from Zurich, Switzerland, Eldon from Auckland, New Zealand, Peter from Prague, Czech Republic. 
We had Spamalanche from Halifax up in O'Leary's area. We have Kinsey from Esberg, Denmark. We have Heine from Quebec, Canada. We have Sandre from Dordrecht, Netherlands. And Jamie Lynn from Portland, Oregon, here in the good old US of A. So, as we say to everyone, welcome. Well and met. Well met. <laughs> <laughs> I worked on that all day. I know, yeah, right? So remember to post your intro and update your server nickname to include your location to unblock access for all resource channels. All right, before we get into the main topic, uh, when we were talking about what our Discord server is and what our Discord server is not, uh, Bytes did bring up in uh, in the chat that we are not a uh, support for the Innkeeper app from Hearthbone. Uh, uh, Hearthbone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, so, we, that has been a confusing thing for some people. Yeah, we are, we're just the Innkeeper Discord. So I can understand the confusion. Just remember where your resource channels are. We've been redirecting that, uh, folks, over there. Just remember where your resource channels are now. Talking about our main topic here, hosting a major Blizzard event. We've seen some amazing innkeepers get picked to run special events for Blizzard, and some of us have been lucky enough to be chosen from time to time to, to do just the same. And we thought we'd pass along some of the experience that we've had with the process uh, so you can be prepared for that next big event from Blizzard. And big old shout-outs to KW Fireside to just join us in the chat just for this. So here's how the process usually works blizzard or somebody from blizzard will reach out to you in whatever medium they so choose it might be email it might be the discord server it might be a chat it's entirely up to them and how they know you and how you communicate with them on a regular basis they'll reach out they will then ask you if you're interested to maybe host an event run an event help them with an event whatever it is whatever they're interested in you doing they'll ask you if you're interested in it and you kind of go, well, yeah, I'm interested in that. So they'll send you over some documentation. It's going to show up an email. They're going to have you either docu-sign something, scan it, print it off, take a picture of it, get it back to them. Big, big, big thing here. Please read the documents before you just blindly sign them and blindly send them back. These are contracts. You want to make sure you understand everything in the contract that you are agreeing to and then how you go about whatever it is you're doing their contracts vary depending on what type of an event they're putting on and what your role is in that event if you're producing something for them for an event there might be a whole nother set of paperwork that you need to set up as a vendor completely have to understand everything you're signing read it first make sure you understand everything then you sign it send it back once you've done that and you've signed your NDAs, your non-disclosure agreements, Blizzard will then set up a communication channel with you. This is how they're going to functionally communicate with you throughout the course of the event leading up to the event and even during the event. And this could be a slew of things. It might be a Discord server. It might be Facebook chat. It might be email. It might be IMs. It might be – it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you communicate, however they can communicate with you, that will get set up. That only starts to happen. That communication only starts to happen after you sign your NDA, your non-disclosure agreement. And this is something that is a binding contract. It says, look, we're, we're about to tell you as Blizzard 
you can't tell with anybody else. Don't speak about it. Don't talk to anybody about it. Don't even hint about it. And there are a lot of stuff that falls under NDA that we've all seen people accidentally leak or not understand they weren't supposed to talk about it or give a hint out that was too major. So be very, very careful with those NDAs and what you say and what you cannot say. I've had some very good friends of mine who were under NDA told me absolutely nothing about what was going on. And I admittedly was upset the first time I found out that something, you know, they had something going on with Blizzard and didn't tell me. I felt hurt, but then I realized they couldn't, not even hint a little bit, because that would put that relationship at risk. So they take, the Blizzard takes their NDAs very seriously. So do it, sign it, and then keep your mouth shut about it. Once things start to happen, you have stuff to do. You need to do that stuff. At the same time, Blizzard's going to have things to do, and they need to make sure that stuff's getting done. My suggestion is in that communication channel, keep everybody on their toes. If you're doing something, let them know what you're doing and where you're at with it. And if they're doing something, try to find out where they're at with it, what they're doing with it, without being pushy. You don't want to push too much. They've got things to do as well, and they're a large company. But your event is important. So you need to make sure that your stuff isn't getting is getting done rather, isn't falling apart, hasn't fallen by the wayside, is still getting covered. Just be respectful of that. Stay on top of it, don't nag. Now you've had your communication, stuff's going back and forth, stuff's getting done, your event comes up. You need to be 100 percent ready for your event. All the stuff you've done in preparation for it, that's now come to head. Your event's happening. You need to be mentally and physically prepared for it. When you get when you go into your event, be extremely prepared for everything, this awesome plan that you made to fall completely apart. So have a backup going into it. You're going to be tired. Things aren't going to work as planned, and it's okay. Just remember, this is a cool, fun Blizzard event. Do your best to have fun. Do your best to make sure that everybody else is having fun. If it doesn't go exactly the way that you planned it, and Bites says everything always goes perfectly, sure. If it doesn't go the way you planned it, don't worry about it. Be flexible, roll with the punches, have a good time in what you're doing. Now, at the end of your event, you're going to have a chance to provide Blizzard with some feedback. Let them know what worked. What did you like about the event? Same time, what didn't work? What didn't you like about the event? Let them know how you feel something could have been improved, what process could have been changed, what something could have been done a little bit differently. And if you screwed up, own it. Let them know, hey, you know what? I really messed this up on, you know, on this day. I overslept. I don't know. I, my stomach was upset. I, whatever case might be. I handed out the gold cards as opposed to the plastic ones. Really sorry about that. Um, oops. Whatever it is, own your mistakes and figure out a way that you can pre prevent that mistake from happening again. Now, Blizzard will also sometimes provide feedback to you. It is not a guarantee that they're going to do that. If you look in your contracts, it's not there. This is just a courtesy that you're going to do for them. And if they provide the courtesy back to you, fantastic. While you're doing this and providing the feedback to them, this is also a very great time to do some name dropping. Let them know if somebody, whether it be another player, a person on their staff, someone at the venue, if someone shined while you were there, Bring that person up. Let them know, hey, I had a great time with whoever it was. Uh, they provided you know, their excellent role model, whatever it is. Build them up. 
that is a positive feedback to Blizzard, not just about the event, but about their employees doing a good job, and that goes a long way. Now, if you have a successful event and everything goes absolutely smashingly wonderful, that is no guarantee that you're going to do another event with Blizzard. There are no guarantees. We have a, a growing, bounding community, and it's growing larger every day. Blizzard has a larger pool of innkeepers to choose from, a larger pool of streamers to choose from, a larger pool of everybody to choose from. So your success at one event does not guarantee you that Blizzard is kind of going to come back and give you another event or another invite or another anything. Just be aware that Blizzard has to spread that love around, and it's a good thing. We all grow from that. We can all then live in, and learn from each other, rather, in our Discord server about how events happened. So, Avantis, why don't you share what Little Red from Montreal, Canada, had to say about when you're doing a large event? Yeah, so uh, we asked for some feedback from some people in our uh, Discord, and Little Red said, oh, man. Big events like Nimsy are sheer madness. I'll share some things that I could have done better to prepare in the past and things that have really helped out. Number one, if possible, do an online sign-up ahead of time to guarantee spots. Even though it won't be an exact number, you may get a better sense of how many people intend to come and a rationale if you reach capacity and need to close the doors. Google Forms is a great tool for this. Number two, consult with your venue about the potential for lots of people. If possible, ask that they have a staff member on call if you're expecting a large number of people based on your sign-up sheet or RSVP through Facebook or however you're advertising. For Nimsy, I wound up running the event and bartending because their bartender left. Also, on this topic, familiarize yourself with your venue's capacity so that you're not letting too many people, you're not letting in too many people and violating safety regulations. Number three, whitelist your event. This cannot be said enough. We've, we've had many talks about this in the past. Number three, whitelist your event. Number four, have some stuff set up that people can use to entertain themselves such as posters with deck building challenges or games and activities that run themselves or else you and your team will be spread too thin trying to manage everything. Number five, outline specific responsibilities ahead of time for your team. Ask them what kind of things they want to take over so that you can cover as many bases as possible and your team can be as well prepared for their specific tasks. Number six, white list your event. Okay, number seven, have fun. Seriously, big events can be stressful and there's lots to do. Take a break if you need it. People will understand. Number eight, know yourself. When deciding to read things like Reddit after the event with these exclusive events, you'll get a lot of people and possibly some attention online as a result. There will always be trolls and jerks, and if you know you're sensitive to that, just don't look. If you do, consider it constructive criticism, but do not feed 
the trolls. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> that is not. Some great information from Little Red, and uh, she didn't put it on here, but number nine is also whitelist your events. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And that, that sparked a really good conversation about whitelisting events and things that have happened or, or not happened in the past because of that. And um, we're getting to the point where it's very important to do that on every single event, especially now moving forward after you know those of us who dealt with NIMSY, um yeah, Nimsy Gidden, Nimsy Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, uh, it's one of those things that Blizzard is trying uh, to find solutions for that, for the spoofing and everything else. And um, yeah, we'll see. Whitelist those events is massively thing to do. So folks, remember, as much as you want to say yes to anything and everything Blizzard asks, take pause. Measure that question. In other words, really look at the question that they're asking you. Think about the answer that you're going to give them because you want to make sure that you're giving them your best answer as an innkeeper to both Blizzard and your community that allows you to be a great innkeeper. And that answer might be no. You might say, I can't do this particular event. I appreciate the offer. That's not going to you know, get you in a situation where the Blizzard's never going to ask you again. That won't happen. But if you put yourself in a situation where you say yes to an event and then you can't give them your best and you end up having a lousy event, that might get you in a situation where you never get asked to do another event. So be excellent to one another, be honest with one another, and let Blizzard know that yes, you can do the event, or yes, I can, but here are some, uh, some, some constraints about it that I have. Work with them, they'll work with you. And so just, uh, just remember, yeah, there's no events uh, no no guarantee, Byte says, that you'll get an invite back to summits. That stings. I understand. Um, a lot of that going around right now in the, in the Discord server. And that's a really, a really uh, touchy situation, and it's hard to handle sometimes, um, especially from Blizzard, because, I mean, they love, they love everybody. And it's so hard to say yes to everybody. So it's tough. So... Yeah. Just remember to, you know, sign those paperwork and uh, just be careful what you're signing because you never know what's going to be in there. They might throw something or like you have to wear chicken suit every day. Yeah, so read it. Read every line, <laughs> word for word. I, I, that's what I do. Every time they send me something, I sit down, clear my schedule, and read through it line by line, word by word, so that I can understand what it is they're asking. Because like well, you said, I don't want to end up on the sidewalk with a sign in a chicken suit. In chicken suit. Well, there's things in some of the contracts that talk about how you get paid. And some of it is like, hey, we have a net 30. Some of it is you need to invoice us. Some, it, so there's different things. And if you just blindly sign a contract and send it back and hope that everything works out, it may not. <laughs> so you really need to sign or, or read that and understand what you're reading. And if you don't understand what you're reading, take it to somebody who does. Another friend, maybe even a lawyer who's not going to charge you uh, for that. But, you know, or just give it to Scott Bites and he'll, he'll answer all your questions. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't think because that would violate your NDA. Don't That's do right. it. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, <laughs> that pretty much covers uh, what we had planned to talk about this week. Uh, so to recap. Oh, wait, wait. I wanted to say something. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> Although it's not completely Hearthstone related, 
we're talking about the WoW expansion before we started started recording. And you're yeah. talking about you may be getting back into it. And so I was uh, I, I was on both sides today, either burning down some tree or rescuing people from a burning tree today or trying to rescue them. And I decided to use my 110 boost. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to have a uh, class and, 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 uh, and race I've never done before. So I chose a Draenei, Alliance, Elemental Shaman, and I named him Shutterwalk. Oh. Yeah. You actually got the name? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else is going <laughs> to take Shutterwalk? I've actually got some really, really fun comments about it. Uh, so it's been it's been one of those community or not community one of those conversation starters. Yeah, like so oh you're neat. that guy, you're Don't that guy, and, and then they block you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, people ignore me all the time now. Um, by the way, also I gave him the title of the patient, so so you shutter walk the patient. <laughs> yeah, so that was. Uh, that's just wrong on so uh, many levels. Yes, oh, yes. So. Uh, real quick, KW Fireside says, we don't know what their legal department adds along the way. Remember, they're a multi-billion dollar corporation, so willing to engage with the frontline people like us is very, very cool. Yeah, good good points there, KW. And uh, also, a week from today. Yes. Boomsday. Boomsday. So very excited yeah. for the new expansion. So, and I guess we can talk about it real quick if you wanted to. But you and I will be along with Sam Benson. Uh, will be at GenCon. I'm so very excited for this event. Um, I've been going to fandom and gaming conventions for over half my life, and um the one closest to me is dragon con in atlanta yes and it normally has between 50 and seventy thousand people so i'm familiar with large events gen con and comic con are both up there on my convention bucket list so being able to mark one of those off and go to gen con not you know, only being there, but getting to work the crowd, work the event, hosting fire, uh, Hearthstone events. I am just stupid excited on so many levels. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I can't wait for this. It's going to be an absolute blast. Um, huge event. Biggest one I've ever worked. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, if we have time... We will uh, we'll go live there. Yeah, maybe do some Facebook or Twitch live while we're there. I'm, Just jump I'm on. All for it. If 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 we can do it, I'm I'm down. Don't, you know, when you get seventy thousand people into a space, cell data tends to bog down and not work usually. Yeah, <laughs> this is very very true. So <laughs> we'll see we'll see. I mean, we got to have something for us there to play Hearthstone. So we'll see how it goes. There you go. All right, well, that's going to wrap up episode 34. Uh, today we uh, talked about um, hosting major Blizzard events, and we talked about some uh, 
reminders for uh, THQ and theming your uh, events for Boomsday, as well as uh, took some suggestions from the Discord. So if you're not already a member of the Discord, it's bit.ly slash hsnkeepers. Make sure you check that out. Um, Root, if people want to find you online for more information, where can they follow you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at HearthCastRoot. Uh, I do a little show called HearthCast. been doing that for about nine years now. And um, Avantis, where can people find you? Uh, on the Twitterverse, it, Avantis HS. And uh, I also do a Hearthstone-related podcast called Hero Power every Wednesday night at 7.30 Eastern. So just uh, I'm sure you can find a lit. Find it, find it on the Google. <laughs> oh, so all right. Well, don't forget uh, if you are running an event and you are looking for ideas, the best place to look would be hsnkeepers.com. You can also check the official resources page at resources.firesidegatherings.com. As we close the show this week, we want to thank you at home. No, not you. Specifically you listening right now for listening to this show. We do this for you because we enjoy the community and we enjoy running events and we hope to impart some of what we've learned over the years. So thank you all for joining us live and listening at home. And we'll see you again next week. Post Gen yeah. Con. Post, post Gen Day. Con. So... All right, guys, take it easy.